If you are looking to elevate your leadership and drive your nonprofit forward, I invite you to subscribe to the Successful Nonprofits newsletter. Every week, I curate exclusive shareworthy content that sparks inspiration, innovation, and conversation. From the latest trends to timeless advice, the weekly email newsletter is your all-access pass to a treasure trove of resources. But receiving the newsletter is not just about staying informed. It's also about getting our best content first. Subscribers get first access to our newest downloadable templates designed to propel your leadership and amplify your impact. And that's not all, my friend. We are constantly working on new ways to support you and your mission. So as a subscriber, you'll get updates on our latest projects, opportunities to participate in surveys, and a say in the topics that we tackle next. You will essentially get me as a consultant, coach, and confidant in your inbox, ready to help you navigate the challenges of nonprofit leadership. So if you're an executive director, board chair, or a nonprofit leader who believes in making a difference, join me as a newsletter subscriber. Visit SuccessfulNonprofits.com forward slash newsletter to sign up today. And now, friend, let me take you to the episode you've downloaded. Welcome to the Successful Nonprofits Bonus Break. I'm your host, Dolph Goldenberg. The Bonus Break is a short episode you can listen to while taking a coffee break and get the added bonus of making you and your nonprofit more successful. Produced as a companion to our longer Successful Nonprofits podcast, the Bonus Break covers all of the topics you care most about, professional development, fundraising, governance, board relations, marketing, tech, and more. Today's Bonus Break is the third installment of a multi-part series about strategic planning. This series is based on a Lunch and Learn that I presented last month, and I'm breaking the lunchtime presentation into eight or ten Bonus Break-sized podcasts. Up to this point, I've been saying seven or eight, but as we go along, it's pretty clear that this is going to get broken up into slightly uh, easier to bite-sized chunks. The last episode included a deep dive into your environmental scan. It shares how to collect essential financial, programmatic, and fundraising data trends, as well as how to obtain rich anecdotal feedback from 60 to 80 of your key stakeholders. Once you've completed the environmental scan, it is time to start reviewing and consider revising your mission, vision, and core values. So this bonus break will focus on how to review your current mission and create a short, memorable, and inspirational mission, vision, and of course, core values. Since I am often asked the difference between a mission statement and a vision statement, let's define and unpack each of them. The United States Constitution opens with this mission statement. To form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common events, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Now, our forebears were a bit wordy back then, but that very first sentence of this amazing document sets out the reasons why the document itself exists. As the first sentence of the Constitution's preamble, it is the framers' intent that everything else in the Constitution is is supposed to support this mission statement. Now, a quick digression. 
I also think that our founding fathers sorely missed the mark on the entire mission statement when they agreed to the Three-Fifths Compromise, the 1808 Agreement, and only giving voting rights to white men. So clearly, they did not actually make the mission statement happen in the Constitution, but the mission statement is there. And what's more, the mission statement is something that we can then judge the entire Constitution by and say, were they successful or were they not? And we can probably say that they were not fully successful because of those three things I just mentioned. Now, in the nonprofit sector, a mission statement is simply a short, memorable phrase describing why an organization exists. The mission statement should inspire action and guide decisions of the staff and the board. And the most effective board and staff members will actually ask themselves, does this directly promote our mission whenever they are faced with a decision? Good mission statements start with one of two types of verbs. For the fellow grammar nerds in cyberland, mission statements most often begin with a present participle, that's a verb that ends in ing, like encouraging or building, or an infinitive, and that's a verb preceded by the word to, like to build, to encourage. The best mission statements are incredibly short, most often just 10 words or less. And when I facilitate strategic planning, I challenge the work group to develop a proposed mission statement in 10 words or less. At first, work group members are skeptical, and they just cannot believe that they will be able to encapsulate a mission in so few words. Now, this is especially true for organizations with long mission statements that are essentially one or two full paragraphs. So to help the most skeptical people understand the power of a short, memorable mission statement, I will typically share about a dozen short missions that inspire action and guide decisions. Now, I'm not going to list them all here on the podcast, but let me point out a few of them. So there's the Humane Society, Celebrating Animals, Confronting Cruelty. Only four words, you get what they do. There's Children's Health Care of Atlanta, To make kids better today and healthier tomorrow. That is eight words. You now know why Children's Healthcare of Atlanta exists. How about the Wounded Warrior Project? To honor and empower wounded warriors. That is six words total, and without a doubt, you fully understand what they're planning on doing. And then finally, the National Wildlife Federation. Inspiring Americans to protect wildlife for our children's future. That's nine words. So I've posted all 12 examples of powerful but short mission statements at the Successful Nonprofits blog, and you will notice that all but one begin with the word to or an infinitive verb. Now that we have fully reviewed the definition and purpose of mission statements, let's spend some time on vision statements. The vision statement is also a short, memorable phrase, but it outlines the desired long-term impact instead of the reason for existence. Vision statements often describe the world or the city or the region in which the organization has achieved its mission. And for this reason, I have often felt that effective mission statements can almost always start the same as a movie trailer. In a world where no child is hungry. That's a vision statement. And I almost always challenge the work group to propose a vision statement, once again, you guessed it, that is 10 words or less. Now, with the mission statement challenge, I also provide about a dozen examples of short and pithy vision statements. 
Once again, I am not going to read them all here, but I will share them all on the Successful Nonprofits blog. But here are a few that I kind of want to share. There's the Georgia Center of the Deaf and Hard of Hearing, and their vision statement is the center of a thriving community. Six words. There's the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts, and their vision statement is an environment where all artists and inventors have access to essential legal services. It's a bit wordy at 13 words, but it gets the point across. Now there's Habitat for Humanity, a world where everyone has a decent place to live. Spot on at exactly 10 words. You can picture that vision in a world where everyone has a decent place to live. And then there's Zebra Coalition's vision statement, a community where all LGBTQ youth feel safe and empowered. Again, let's do that one as a movie trailer. In a world where all LGBTQ youth feel safe and empowered. Once again, you can find the complete list of these great vision statements on the Successful Nonprofits blog. Now, once the work group has proposed mission and vision statements, it is time to to develop and propose core values for the organization. The core values are typically four to seven value statements that further guide an organization's planning, decision-making, and operations. The core values are often intensely personal to the organization, and this is a great place to add all the additional words and ideas that would not fit into the mission and the vision statements. Core value statements can be as simple as a list of single words, like Bright Horizons' core values of honesty, excellence, accountability, respect, and teamwork. Now, I really appreciate Project Open Hand's core values. Project Open Hand is an Atlanta organization that uh, essentially provides meals on wheels or home-delivered meals to people living with HIV-AIDS and people with other chronic health conditions. And here is their core value statement. We put our mission first. We honor our staff and volunteers as our most valuable resource. We pursue innovation. We embrace diversity. We act with integrity. We pledge accountability. Part of what I love about this core value statement is each of them are standalone statements, but they're not a paragraph or two paragraph each. This is something that board members and staff and volunteers can absolutely think about as they are going about their daily business. Now, with an environmental scan complete, which we talked about in the last bonus break, and now a proposed mission, vision, and core values ready to go to the board retreat, the organization can begin drafting an initial strategy and direction. And the reason that we wanted to put together the mission, vision, and core values first is because really those three documents are going to help set the stage for what your initial strategy and long-term direction are going to be. But at this point, you are probably scratching your head and thinking, wait a minute, Dolph. This seems like a whole lot of work that needs to be done before we begin working on the strategy. So why don't you share who will be doing all of this work? Because you've not talked about it yet. And if that's what you're thinking, it's a completely fair question. Neither the environmental scan nor creating the proposed mission, vision, and core values should be tasked to just one or two people. This critical strategic planning work is best done by a work group that includes board, staff, and perhaps a couple of community leaders. And yeah, I'm not shy about saying that you probably want a consultant to facilitate that work group. 
In our next bonus break, we will discuss the role of a workgroup, the amount of time workgroup members typically commit to the process, and how to recruit these important leaders. This bonus break and the Successful Nonprofits podcast is produced by the Goldenberg Group as part of our mission to provide board development, strategic planning, and interim leadership to help nonprofits thrive in a competitive environment. Be sure to visit our podcast website at SuccessfulNonprofits.com or find me, Dolph Goldenberg, at SuccessfulNonprofits.com, GoldenbergGroup.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. And if you think your organization is ready to begin strategic planning, then reach out to me. I am currently booking new engagements for the spring, so this is a great time to get on my consulting calendar. Thanks for joining us for this bonus break, and I hope you have gained some insight that will help your nonprofit thrive in a competitive environment. I am not an accountant or attorney, and neither I nor the Goldberg Group provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. This material has been provided for informational purposes only, is not intended to provide, and should not be relied on for tax, legal, or accounting advice. Always consult a qualified, licensed professional about such matters.